Hello and welcome to You Are Human, a show attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing you real stories, real heroes. Today with me is a very strong and successful Omani national woman. She is the award winner for Best Business Leader for MENA Region 2018 and 19 and is also the World Women Achiever Leadership Congress Award in 2019. She hasn't stopped till there. <laughs> She's also the first GCC national to be a face yoga coach. She is none other than Maria Sarfaraz Ahmed. Hi Jagruti, thank you so much for that. <laughs> um extremely extremely elaborated <laughs> that's all <laughs> <intro>. you <laughs> um i'm humbled but really thank you so much for having me it's and i'm sure there's a lot that i've missed also you know well, we'll find three out. things <laughs> we'll find out we'll find out but thank you so much for having me thank you so much for being on the show maria thank you thank you i'm really curious to know with yoga i know there is a big wave in the western world in the arab world in india of course because that's where yoga comes from everybody wants to learn yoga and i personally didn't know there's something called as face yoga that existed mm-hmm. why were you so interested in face yoga so my journey kind of started in 2013 mhm and uh, i think uh, offline as i mentioned earlier i did have a fall back in 2013 and that kind of left my face a little asymmetrical and i knew i wasn't this person who could go under you know botox or fillers or you know under the knife and i wanted to do something that was more holistic more natural mm. and then i kind of just you know when you're looking for something you find it so i kind of had that experience with face yoga and I tried it out for myself for 4 to 6 weeks hmm. and I saw amazing results and I think wow. that kind of just led me into wanting to share it with someone else and other people and that's how I got into um the teacher certification. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know it's very amazing that you mentioned about a holistic approach yeah. because in today's time we are so focused on quick fixes. You know, we we don't want to invest time in giving in what it requires or what it takes yeah. to fix ourselves for an example if i want to lose weight i will look at slimming teas yes. you know take it for like 10 days and then you lose your weight i think as a generation we have become extremely impatient lazy that's true <laughs> yeah do you think so and then that's, that's how really. we've created injections botox i mean i'm nothing against botox yeah I don't know, you know, the benefits of it. Yes. I'm, I'm not a scholar in it, but I just feel that haven't we just become so lazy and dependent on quick fixes? Absolutely, and I think it's not just that, but I think again, not not coming out of judgment, exactly what you said earlier. Uh, Botox and fillers again is a choice. It's yeah. just like you wearing pink lipstick and me wearing nude. Right. You know, it's the same. It's a choice. <laughs> yes. But then I would definitely, I, I always say that I'm an educator, and I am here to educate you to tell you that there is. an alternative which is non-invasive and you know which which can take more time it's not a quick fix mm. fix and i always say that it's not a quick fix mm. but um it's definitely something that works mm. botox and fillers on the other hand are something that you have to commit to mm. for the rest of your life right uh and, and i do teach the dangers of botox and fillers you know i'm not mm. saying that it's something that yes is your choice but at the same time i do teach the the dangers i do and i think what kind of upsets me is that so many youngsters teenagers 16 17 are going towards botox and fillers just because oh it's God. a fashion yeah. statement yeah. and if you don't have that specific lip or nose that you don't fit in yeah. so i think that for me is a bigger concern than just 
us being lazy. That's definitely right. there, but I think right. that that is probably a bigger problem right now. It's um, it's amazing that you talked about respecting either each other's choices. That going for Botox yeah. is a choice, and with the lipstick example that you gave, how easy is it to accept choices of different people? Because there are times when we get caught up. Oh, but why did she do that? Or why did he do that? You know, yes. for con- for forever, we're judging people with the way they're dressed. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the car that they drive, you know. So there's the haircut that a person has yes. or a hair color. We're constantly boxing people. If someone That's has red amazing. color, purple color, we're like, oh, she must be, you know, really fast. Yes. yes. Or if someone who's dressed in a sari or fast, you know, yeah, I love oil, that word. oiled hair. I'm just saying as a woman to a woman. <laughs> I know. Uh, and someone who has oiled hair and is, you know, covered head to toe right. would be like, Oh, she's such a simple girl. Mm-hmm. But, I agree you know, we, we box people, that is number one. And number two, we are not very comfortable with the choices people make. Yes, we tend true. to label them. Mm-hmm. How easy is it to get out of that zone? Because you just mentioned it, so yes. I'm just curious. So I think uh, labeling is it's, it's a very deep-rooted subconscious bias okay hmm. yeah why because even in my hr career this is something that i do talk about and we talk about un- unboxing people you hmm. know uh, and we line them up in different uh, places <laughs> uh, but these are really deep rooted you know childhood uh, i wouldn't say issues but these are unconscious biases that conditionings we, that yeah have. i would say that yes hmm. and then the way you grew up the way you were informed things the way that things are okay things are not okay uh, so obviously primarily it's very difficult to change your mind about your belief system, right? Because these are unconscious biases and you were just growing up with these biases and you don't realize that, you know, you might see a person with a different skin color, a different hair color, a different way of dressing, and you immediately pick up from there. So unfortunately, it needs a lot of work. It is fixable, um, but it takes a lot of time, you know. Human beings in general, I think, they're very hard to change, especially after a specific age. Yes. So... I mean, definitely, that's something I think that, that is a problem. And, and uh, this is an individual work you know, right, people need to do. Right. Yeah. I think there's a lot of unlearning that is required in yes. today's time. Because yes. we talked about conditioning. So there's yes. a lot of unlearning. Stop learning, yes. but you have to unlearn <laughs> know, so many things. Which is possible. Which yes. is possible. But it's it takes a lot of time. It takes yes. a lot of effort investing in yourself. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it doesn't just come. No, I can't True. change you. You True. can't change me. It has to come from, from inside. When you were talking about face yoga, that why you went for it, you mentioned that um, you met with an accident and uh, yes. you're, you had a disfiguration and mm-hmm. that's how you got to face yoga. When that happened, were there a lot of judgments passed on you? Like when people looked at you, who knew you from before? Were you like under scrutiny from maybe your friends or family? And how did it affect your mental health? That is if yes. it did. I mean, I, I wouldn't say, obviously it did affect me uh, emotionally because even though not a lot of people were saying a lot of things, mm. um, but I kind of felt it in a way that, okay, when the fall happened because I fell flat on my face. I mean, today <laughs> I can laugh about it because yeah. I had my friends laughing about it so much. They were like, how is it possible? Like, how can you, what kind of dy- dynamics did you have that you just kind of fell flat on your face? But at the time, it wasn't funny because mm. my, my teeth, my upper tear, they just, it pierced through my lower lip. And mm. although I didn't have stitches, but the, the asymmetry kind of stayed for a while. And I don't think that anybody else noticed it. Of course, the cut was there. Mm. So people would be like, what's this? You know, what's this? But I was kind of self-conscious, right? Mm. Because... Mm. I would take a selfie and feel like, no, you know, this was my 
better side you know how yeah. women have a better <laughs> <Your> profile <laughs> exactly and i'm like no hey there's no better side anymore you know and then if i take a, a straight up selfie i used to be like something doesn't feel right and then one after the other i started feeling like you know i wasn't feeling but i could see that my nose was a bit towards the right and my nose so i i think it was more of myself self-created yes it was more of myself feeling like oh, it's just not me you know mm. i don't feel good i can't take selfies anymore i'm just not feeling good mm. so um that's when I, i figured that i need to do something about it so i mean imagine someone who takes a lot of pictures and then you're not able to take pictures that does take a toll you know it does right. you, you feel uncomfortable and you feel like what if someone else notices what if right. someone else says something mm. so mm. even though it didn't really happen that much mm. but it was it was always there in the back yeah. of my mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think most of the times um we create impressions of what people are going to think. But yes. most of the time people are not thinking anything. People don't care. They do. But so <laughs> much if you see in our lives yes. people don't care. Like do I care about how some people care but not for too long. Not for too long. Yes. They forget. But in our own head we're always constantly thinking oh my god you know what if somebody yes. says this or what he will think or what she will think so to write like most of it is self inflicted exactly. you know our pains self sabotage also. like self sabotage <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. We, in the introduction we talked about um, your you know business awards and the amount of uh, you know um, recognition that you've had professionally mm-hmm. what next are you planning to do business wise is there something so, new coming up uh, currently i am doing my obviously my face yoga and mm-hmm. i have done a couple of business in the past and as i told you it's a family entrepreneurship i think that kind it's of in runs in my blood yes <laughs> it does literally it does and um even though i do i am a you know hr professional uh full-time hr professional hmm. um but i am planning on expanding my you know face yoga not just in the you know educating side of it i do one to one sessions but i also have my product line so right. i am planning right. on expanding on my product line and the next exciting thing I can't share yet but <laughs> soon uh I, I there will be something that I'm going to be launching for for everybody to have access to hopefully wow. hopefully covid uh, settles down and hopefully enough people are vaccinated so I could be comfortable mm. but apart from that I am planning on starting my own skincare line wow that's amazing yeah. so that's wow. like from scratch and I'm working with a company in the UK uh to come that's up with incredible yes yeah, so i'm would very excited would it be excited. natural uh, organic all natural all natural Mashallah. organic nice. and you know my own mixes Ooh, of you yeah. know different oils because i have these products that are real rose quartz jades and mm. things like that so i always get the, this query that you know and i got a lot of push from my my customers as well saying wow. that you should come up with so i am working on that right now that's amazing and i think this is what i really want to dive into apart from my hr career that's yeah. that's like your true calling yeah that's my baby i that's feel that's a baby <laughs> yes, definitely <my laughs> makes baby. you happy makes me very happy. <laughs> you know just I think being able to help so many people. You know, mm. I've worked with people with Bell's palsy, um, you know, and a lot of deformation on their face and things like that. So it's really rewarding, you know, when when mm. you have people telling you that it helped. Yeah. Just hearing that it helped, you yes, feel so happy. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You feel that you've done something different today. Exactly. You know, absolutely. It gives you peace. Yeah. Which, you, which which you cannot explain, right? Peace and a and a rush, rush at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> where if I'm like, I want more of this. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> so, yeah. That's nice. So we talked about your professional journey. Personally, you are a single mother, mm-hmm. and you walked out of a relationship that made you unhappy. That you felt that it's time I have to move on. It's a very tough decision to take. There are so many people who think about it, but they can't do it for. 
so many yeah, reasons. Absolutely. You were able to do it. One thing that I feel is because you were financially independent. You were right. not dependent on someone because I come from India and in India there are so many homes which are broken. The relationships are terrible, but the woman does not have the courage to walk out because she's still dependent on right. the male or she thinks about her children and of course society is another thing that mm -hmm. what people say and those are so many yes, factors absolutely. but financial independence is something that really holds people back because they're not financially independent independent mm -hmm. do you think that you being financially independent gave you more strength to take that decision like was it a catalyst to make the call i think absolutely i would not say it was the only reason yeah. but i would say probably one of the top reasons for mm -hmm. sure mm -hmm. uh and i always say that i think you know even um you know the generation of our parents hmm. i always look back and i see these marriages and i'm like if they were independent they wouldn't be together i really i truly believe that and, and i'm not saying it again out of judgment yeah. yeah but i've seen people live in you know toxic marriages because hmm. of children or because they didn't you know or they came from another country for example right. and they were stuck right yeah. because they they had nowhere else to go but i i truly believe you live only once and we really do live once and i think it is your utmost right to be happy true and for your children to be happy and happy parents equals happy children true true so i definitely believe that you know i did have a lot of support from my parents in pursuing my dreams and pursuing my career but i was also very 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 self driven i've always been very self driven so i think this is one thing that you must understand about yourself And this is a gift that you give yourself and your children if you have children in the picture that you deserve to be happy. Yeah. And you deserve to come out of a toxic relationship or a relationship that doesn't lead to anywhere. Yeah. You know. And if you are financially dependent stick to it. I I even tell my brother's wives by the way. Hmm. I tell them never quit your job. Yeah. And it isn't about a man or a woman. It's just anybody. Nobody should depend on anyone. True. I feel like even our parents shouldn't depend on us. Hmm. You know, that's how the world has turned around yes. to a, a stage where nobody should depend on anybody yeah. because nothing is permanent right yes. no yes. relationship is permanent mm. and uh, i definitely think that being financially independent was a huge factor in mm. making me take the decisions that i took and you know moving forward with my life and mm. and putting things together for my daughter yeah yeah we live in a society or in times where we have reached the moon we are sending people to mars you know we have human robots we are curing such big diseases but still as a society we do not think divorce or separation as a good thing yes we do not see the happiness of a person i feel why would somebody end a relationship it's one of the most difficult thing to do and that means the person has reached to you know the limit yes, or gone over the, the limit you know till till the cap to wherever you can breathe and when you're drowning you're like okay khalas yes. you know this is it yes. how important is it to normalize happiness of an individual over the customs that we have set i can at least say that i know it's a, it's a very diff, it's one of the most difficult things that you'll ever do whether you have a child involved or not hmm. uh but i think again it's not you know you come from india you know again i have uh, you know pakistani culture in me omani culture in me and again cultures can play a huge role yeah. but um i think we've evolved a lot as well in the yes. you know past decade or so 
it's still frowned upon. Mm. And I think especially if you're a woman, you do get questioned a lot, no matter how much they don't say it in front of you. Mm. You do feel that, you know, you get their eyes rolled on you a little bit on yeah. maybe it was her fault or maybe she did something or maybe, you know, so you do have that kind of a cultural, mm. uh, unfortunately, this, this uh, behavior that people will yes. give you. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that it is normalizing a little bit mm. now that I think it's normalizing a bit too much. Yeah. And I'm concerned. Yeah. I know that That's was a bit off the, yes. the, the kind of answer you wanted. But I think I am a little concerned because, you know, I think me uh, uh, separating from my ex-husband was a it was a very wise decision because uh, I think it was mutual at some point. But, you know, you see a lot of these youngsters now are getting married. I think the bigger issue is people getting married for the wrong reasons. Right. Okay. And that's right. why nowadays, I think 2019, 2020, divorce rates had gone up to, I think it had gone up 50 something percent. Yes. And because people couldn't live with each other. Yeah. That, that's one, one thing. But on top of that, it's going up every year right. statistically. Right. Okay. Yes. World over, but in Oman specifically, it is yeah. going up. And I think it's because people are getting married for the wrong reasons. Okay. Mm. And this is why I think divorce is becoming more and more normal. It shouldn't also be that normal True. because True. marriage, marriages don't happen to that they end. Yes. Right. Yes. To end the marriage, it's a contract to end the marriage. Your reasons should be very solid, mm. right? It mm. shouldn't be just, Oh, I can't live with this person because I don't mm. like the way he eats. For yes. example, <laughs> you know, I mean, I have seen really weird reasons, you know, in the past. Okay. So that's what I'm saying that normalizing divorce has become so normal. That now everyone's getting divorced three months, four months, six months down the line. And it's horrific because, yes. you know, I stayed in my marriage for seven years and my marriage was good. It's not like it was bad, but mm. it just had to end because that's the way it, 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 it had to be. But it needs to be a wise decision. Right. So even though we normalize it, let's make the normal a little bit more normal as opposed to making it, you know, too easy to happen because yes. that makes it's it disrupts the society i feel like it disrupts the social belonging mm. for people as well true that's also right. where a lot of people are like oh i don't want to get married because yes. so many divorces happen yes. and you're like no you know i i still tell people i'm like no marriage is good mm. if you have a good partner marriage is good why not yeah, yeah. but yeah it's very subjective you know <laughs> no it is indeed so around me um most of my friends they're either divorced separated yeah. um so my brother's wife, my sister-in-law, sometimes she will ask me that, um, so does it give you a negative feeling about marriage? And because I'm not married yet. Yes. I was like, no, because I see my parents yes. and uh, I see their marriage, which has lasted for 45 years plus. And for they sure. would be celebrating the 46th anniversary, you know, in a couple of weeks. And I've seen my brother and his wife, the way they are, the way they work things around. Yeah. So I think it's to each to its own. Each to its you own. know, I cannot true. say that, oh, if everybody's getting divorced, so I will not get married. Yeah. There are car accidents that happen every single day do i stop I driving i still yes. drive right yes. so uh i think it's just we don't have to again box things you yes, know <laughs> yes and start unboxing yes we have to unbox no it. but that's that's a very good example because i think you have to lead by example and somebody needs to be your example you yeah. know it could be your sister your brother your parents right. a friend anybody and i have a lot of friends who have very good marriages as well and i've seen mm -hmm. it but that's what i'm saying it's it just it sometimes things just don't work out yeah you know and and i and i have a very strong feeling about this i always say it that sometimes god you know places people into your life so you can learn something yes and when it's time for them 
to go, you know that your learning is over. And when your learning is over, they move on. Sometimes you wonder, like, it could be a friend. Yeah. Like, it came into your life. Right. Like, but we were so close. But yes. it happened. And yes. literally, it's it's time to go. Because no, you true. had to learn what you had to learn. And now they don't serve a purpose in your life yeah. anymore. So it's the same thing. That's something yeah. when I totally believe in. That everyone yes. comes into our life to teach us something. Something, absolutely. Either to give or to take. Yes. Yeah? Because absolutely. in life, this is what the relationship yeah. is. You yeah. give something, you take Definitely. something. Yeah. Definitely. So... We agree on that. <laughs> I know we do. We absolutely do. So you have a full-time job. Then you have your business. And you have your daughter. You play all these different roles. Mm-hmm. And mashallah, you do it so very well. Because you've been achieving in every zone. In every role that you're playing. How do you make time for your own self? Like, do you believe in indulging in self-care? Do you make time for it? <laughs> or is work and that's your self-care? So I, I had a visit to my Cairo the other day and she, she just, she was like pressing on my back, trying to realign my back. And she said, you know, she's like, darling, take care of yourself. And I'm like, you know, I hear that a lot. And I think I, I should take care of myself more mm. than I do. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, I think it's just that because by nature I am an empath, I'm, you know, mm. compassionate towards other people and I am by nature a giver. I sometimes tend to forget that, you know, self-love is so important. Mm. But I think recently I have been working on that. Mm. Uh, that's one area that I'm not that successful in. I can definitely, if I'm being brutally honest here. Um, but again, I really believe that you need to find, so what drives you, right? Mm. How do you love yourself? Mm. You need to understand that, yes, you have these external drivers, right? That give you your passion. Yes. Okay, you're, my drive is my daughter. My drive is, you know, she, she gives me the passion to wake up every morning to, to, to do what I do best. But I also pursue, pursue my own dreams, right? Yeah. I do my face yoga because I love doing it. I love helping other people. Um, when I give speeches, for example, it's a piece of me that I'm giving other people, you True. know, back True. back to the society. Yeah. So th- there are a lot of different drivers for you mm. to start loving yourself as well. Because when you see that you, you, you love yourself, and I'm not just saying this on a notion of everyone saying, you know, love yourself first and then you know, that's when people will love, love you back. But yeah. really, um, on a serious note, that self-love is driven by different factors. Yeah. If you don't believe you're worthy of love, it's not going to come back to you in the mm-hmm. same way, mm-hmm. right? So in order for you to believe that you're worthy of being loved, you need to work on yourself. And, and one of the questions that I always ask myself is, what is my driver? What is mm-hmm. my passion? Mm-hmm. What makes me wake up every morning? Yeah. And yes, my daughter is a very big part of it, but it's not it. It's because not the only thing. My daughter will grow up to be her own person right? and she'll do her own thing. But then what about me? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and that's a mistake a lot of single mothers make where they devote their entire life to their child and they don't, they completely disregard themselves. So I would just say that, you know, being able to, I think, come into this journey, especially after my marriage broke, you know, it's, it's give yourself time to heal. Yeah. You're not a robot, you know, mm. you could yes, take, yes. and there's no like time factor. Three months, six months. Exactly. Each person is different. Healing takes Definitely. And healing is not pretty, by the way. Healing is a, it's not Zen music (laughs) with like, you know, spa around you and stones and waterfall. No, it's a lot of crying. It's a lot of, you know, closed doors and a lot of, I don't want to talk to anyone. And, but that's the beauty of it because that is what is going to break, give you that breakthrough. And really, literally, I think that's why I always say that. I am that strong woman today because of my experiences. So 
if you need to heal, give yourself time to heal. Nobody should decide for you that, you know, you're a single mom, you can't do this, you need to do that. There's a specific way. Yes, I want to be that person for my daughter, mm. who she looks up to. Mm. But I want her to be her own person. Yes, so, yes. That's what I always say. I think that was going to be my next question right. related to your daughter. <laughs> um, you know, we tend to say to ourselves that, oh, if I knew this, I wouldn't have made these mistakes. Or if I knew this, then I wouldn't have done <laughs> X, Y, Z things. Because in life, we learn so much through our doings, through our experiences. Yes. So if you had to write a letter and keep it for your daughter for when she turns 18, what is it that you would write in it? You know, because mothers, they normally yes. say that don't make the mistakes that I made. So if you were to write a letter to your daughter, how old is your daughter? She's she's five. She's five. Yeah. Okay. So when she turns 18, what would you want to write in a letter to her as of today? I think one of the primary things that I would probably want to say to her, and I think in a letter form would be the best. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I would even, I think from, from my actions, probably, you know, say the same thing to her is that, I grew up kind of being told what to do and what not to do, which is, I think, the norm in a lot of households, yes. right? Because parents can be controlling, and mm. I, I am too sometimes, but <laughs> I'm not. But I think I would definitely tell my daughter to make her own mistakes. Mm. I know that's very counterproductive, <laughs> but it's, it's, for me, it's very important to realize, I think, that from my own experiences, that, yes, I was told not to do this, but I still did it. Mm. And then obviously I saw the, you know, it's like literally, you know, when you, when, when they give you this example, that when you're, when your child puts their hand in fire, don't chase them and tell them yes. not to let them get burnt. So they never touch, touch it again. It again yeah. So I really personally believe that I, uh, and I, I'm a true advocate for that because I do the same for my nieces, my nephews. And I say that let these kids make their own mistake. Mm. If they fail in the process, if they get hurt in the process, that's their own learning. Right. Because I think I definitely I would have not been the same person that I am today if I hadn't made the same the, yeah. the mistakes that I made. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you that, okay, don't make a mistake that I've made. I can guarantee you that you're going to fail. I will guide you. You know, as parents, we guide, but we cannot control because everyone's born with yes. free will, right? Yes. So I, I could definitely tell her that, you know, I when I was young, I did this and this was the, the consequence of it. But she has her own life and she has her own journey and she will make her own mistakes. And I want her to make those mistakes yeah. so that she can become her own person. Yes. So I think that is very important. It's a very important pillar of parenting. Mm. You cannot, like you were saying, that if I were to think that I'm going to have an accident, I'm going to stop driving. I can't stop driving. Right. It's yeah. the same thing. People ask me as a single mom, do you worry when your child goes out? Are you in constant? Like, I'm like, no, because I'm going to be in constant torture. Why would I torture myself yeah. when my child is constantly unsafe and I'm going to attract that into my life? I don't want yeah. to, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm, I just leave it to, to God. You know, if you believe in God, you leave it on God. If you believe in the universe, leave it on the universe, Absolutely, you know, yeah. and, and just let it be, you know, you know, they say, yeah. let it, let it be and, and things will just flow. Let it be and make mistakes. It's okay. It's life. <laughs> Absolutely. Make mistakes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Maria. This was so honest. Like you, you said everything so honestly. That's what I felt. And I, I felt too. that you said it all from your heart. Absolutely. So thank you so much. And um, you're so strong. You speak so soft, but you are so strong in your character. Thank and, you, you so know, much. In your thoughts. So thank you so much for being here. This was an incredible conversation. That I we loved had. it so much, Jagruti. And thank you so much. I love your setup. And I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it has inspired you even slightly, then please like, share and comment. See you on the next one. Until then, remember, our time is limited. Let's make the most of it.